0: Hope you don't mind I got started ahead of you because the universe is about to come crashing down! Welcome to the Malbulge. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best spawn podcast. I am your co-host,
1: John Fisher. And I am your co-host, David Williams. And, uh, Johnny, you know what the hardest thing in the world to do is? Uh, wake up and have a lot of energy on mic. Oh no, besides that, besides that. It's uh oh. trying to find a musical playlist on Spotify that doesn't have any of that goddamn Dear Evan Hansen on it. Why do people like that show, Johnny? It's awful.
0: It's so bad. I don't know. It's I, fucking terrible. I, I, the Why? trailer, I don't I never listened to it. The trailer freaked me out. Uh, that kid being an adult it freaked me out.
1: Well, no, like like even even beyond Ben Platt being a 40-year-old man trying to play a 16-year-old, uh the story is gross. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about it. It's not my jam. So let me, let me lay out the story for you, and, and let's see if uh, you can determine why people like it. So it's about this kid who's a loner. Um, and one summer, he breaks his arm falling out of a tree. Uh, and um, because of, you know, his disposition, he is uh, made to see a therapist. And his therapist is like, you should write yourself letters as affirmations. And so he writes himself letters that all start, Dear Evan Hansen. Um, and then, at one point during the school year, uh, some kid at the school kills himself. And for some reason, Evan Hansen is printing off his letters to himself in the, in the computer lab. And somebody finds, somebody finds them and he's like, oh no, no, those are all letters from the kid who killed him. He was my friend. Um, and so he spends the whole time being like, yeah, this kid who killed himself was my friend. And he becomes friends with his parents. Uh, he starts dating the dead dude's daughter. Um, he starts like, wait, this th- kid has a daughter, his sister. The- <laughs> yeah, his sister. Sorry. <laughs> like he starts a anti-suicide awareness campaign. Like he, based on the idea that he was friends with this kid who he wasn't friends with. Uh, and then he gets found out and the whole time it's like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? It's gross. It's disgusting. It's very gross.
0: Uh... Alright, what's the transition to Spawn here, David? I got nothing.
1: <laughs> well, well, well. Um, one, one beautiful bit about musicals is there's one called Hades Town, which takes place in hell, which uh, means that there's, there's a path given to us, Johnny. We can make the Spawn musical, and it will be glorious. Hadestown's supposed to be good, though. Hattestown's fucking fantastic. You should listen to the soundtrack. It's great. If you're a fan of mythology or New Orleans jazz, you will love it, whether or not you like uh, musicals or not.
0: Well, I hate both. Don't
1: no, am kidding. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I was talking to Wanda. Wanda and I have been wanting to see it, but tickets are like perpetually money, money, money. Um... And I'm like, it's a, probably a good thing that we can't afford to go to any showings because I would, <laughs> I would always yell, "God damn it, Orpheus!" <laughs> at the end of it every time. <laughs>
0: Orpheus in the underworld. Yeah, I bet. I mean, New Orleans jazz hell. That kind of reminds me of. I bet Javi likes a little bit of New Orleans jazz. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Maybe he's it's going it's... down there in the old West times.
1: Yeah, he's he's hanging down with the d- debaucherous Frenchmen, or the Creoles. That's what he's doing. He's He's got to hang out with a Creole at some point.
0: We need a, yeah, or like a, I like a Wild West Frenchman.
1: Yeah. They're always or fun. He's definitely, he's definitely like best friends with a madam. And like, uh, like she provides him provisions because he, he beats up or takes care of certain unsavory Johns who've been not nice to her girls.
0: I could definitely see that.
1: (laughs) Oh man, I'm so excited for Gunslinger to be sent back to his own time because that's going to (laughs) be super great. Fuck. I love that book, Johnny. And uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that I love Gunslinger because uh, it's one of the books we're reading this week, Johnny.
0: That's right. This is not a musical podcast. It's a Spawn podcast. So if it's your first time with us, uh, we do two issues of Spawn's Universe from Spawn's Universe every week, except when we don't. Mm-hmm. And this week, we usually do an older one, a classic, and then a newer issue. Uh, we're in the middle right now in the Malbulge because we're filling in the gaps uh, in between the beginning of the uh, current Spawn, so Gunslinger, Scorch, King Spawn. When we started the podcast, it was on like issue eight or nine on most of them. And now we're filling in those gaps. So we're on Gunslinger number eight because we started with Gunslinger number nine. So this is the last of the early Gunslingers, and we'll be all caught up in only doing uh, Gunslinger new ones from here on out. So mm-hmm. unless there's, uh, unless somehow there's time travel and they invent more Gunslingers for us to
1: go back to. But I mean, different... we'll be going back.
0: We'll see Gunslinger. And some spawns.
1: <laughs> well, the 90s are making a comeback, Johnny, so there might be a, a Gunslinger spawn issue number zero coming out sometime. Uh, that was Uh-oh. a really big 90s thing.
0: <laughs> then we gotta go all the way back oh, to zero. Again. Well, that's our first issue, Gunslinger number eight, and our second issue is Scorched, double that eight, and you get 16. It's Ooh. Scorched number 16. Hell yeah. Uh, with that beautiful Mark Spears freak cover. Oh, man, I'm
1: I'm looking at it right now, but I can't get distracted by it because that's not... That's second.
0: That's second. (laughs) So first up, we have Gunslinger number eight, all the way back from May 2022. So about exactly a year ago as of this record and about when you'll be listening too.
1: Yeah. So Johnny, we got to start these with covers, don't we? Usually.
0: Unless we're buying those illegal books. So you know how it always says in the book, if you buy this book without a cover, it's illegal? Where, where, who's ever bought a book without a cover?
1: I mean, like, if you buy them from the dude that's got just, like, books shoved into his uh, his trench coat. Uh, no, those are usually stolen. Um, so I know that my elementary school library used to, like, chop half of the cover off of books that they took out of circulation um, and then sold. Uh, I don't know if that's the same... The same thing. You
0: know what I mean? In most books, there's that disclaimer at the beginning.
1: Yeah. But that's that's how you, like, if, if there's something wrong with the books, like, you can rip off the cover and send it back to the publishing house for reimbursement. Um, oh. And so if you were to do that, but then, like, you had the book that had no cover and decided, I'll sell it for, like, five bucks. It's fine. Um, that's what they're trying to prevent.
0: So. Can't do it. Can't do
1: it. Can't do it. I mean, I'd probably read a book with no cover, but the problem is I'm terribly hard Is, is books, that
0: true? If you have a book that's, like, messed up, you can rip off the cover and send it to the publisher?
1: No, if you're a, if you're, um, if you're a, a bookseller, so if you Got own it. a bookstore, and uh, there's,
0: there's something, there's something, there's something up wrong with the books,
1: yeah, I also think there's, um, for certain books, I think there's a period of time, like, if you order so many, and within so long, you don't move very many copies, you can, you can, like, trash them so that way they don't just sit around in your inventory um okay it's uh it's an it's an incentive for like early high volume orders okay got it got it got it
0: well i'm always ordering early and often gunslinger yeah and we've got two covers as you do with these uh three more Mm. What? There's three.
1: There's three. Yes, the three. Oh, there is three. Do you know? Do you know what mine is, Johnny?
0: <laughs> is it the blank?
1: <laughs> it's the blank. <laughs>
0: you got the blank cover. I have, wow. I have just the
1: blank cover again. <laughs> so what happened but with it's...
0: that? You just you were signed up for like whatever number the blank was, and you just got all those.
1: Um. So it's just uh, my shop doesn't have a you. You don't do it so granularly. You just like write down what series you want. Um, And if you want to, you can be like, hey, maybe if there's a horny cover, give me a horny cover. But, you know, I just take whatever cover they pull for me. Uh, But the the shop does order every cover that's available for things if they can. So I could switch it out, but I'm just lazy. (laughs) Okay, got it, got it, got it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, I have. So you have that's the C cover, technically the blank cover. Yes. So one day it'll be a cover. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a bit. And like, once we run out of toys to open, uh, you got to start. We're gonna have to start painting live on air
1: uh, covers. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be real fun.
0: Do a speed. Do like a two minute. You got like three minutes to draw spawn or something.
1: Yeah. Or if uh, if uh, there happen to be any spawn adjacent or hell themed people at challengers, we can just be like, hey guys, do you mind if you do a sketch on this, and then and then we film it for for our podcast Instagram. That would be fun.
0: That would yeah. be fun. That's a good idea. So, the A cover is by Kevin Keen. And it is Gunslinger walking away from like the biggest, the world's biggest explosion. And he's doing the badass thing where he just walks away and doesn't look. He just scores. like Django does in Django Unchained.
1: Oh, man. That man ain't got no chains no more.
0: I just had COVID and I watched every single Quentin Tarantino movie. And, uh, so I'm trying to get cancelled. That's why I did it.
1: Oh man. Uh how was how is Jamie Foxx looking in that? Looking good, good. Really looking
0: good. great. Good. Oh he yeah, his transformation. He gets uh very handsome by the end. He's looking good.
1: Nice. Uh gets ah. a real
0: handsome suit. Just like Gunslinger here is very handsome.
1: We're uh, still still trying to put out those good vibes for Jamie Foxx to get better.
0: Of course. Good vibes to Jamie Foxx.
1: I here he's he's getting better, so that's good. It's good news. It's good news. I like it. The
0: B cover is by a B artist, not B rating, but B naming b b Brett b b Booth.
1: Hey, Johnny. I got a bone. <laughs> yeah. I got a bone to pick with you. Yeah. I am on imagecomics.com on the Gunslinger Spawn number 8 page. It only lists one cover artist. Well, there's two. It says writer Todd McFarlane, artist Brett Booth, cover A Kevin Keene. Only other variant cover it lists is the blank one.
0: Well, you're wrong cuz I have a Gunslinger number 8,
1: but also the blank picture they have has a Gunslinger spawn title in green whereas mine is like a uh it's like an ombre from white to yellow. Oh man. Oh man, what is what is going on here? Actually it says Gunslinger Spawn number three thirty. What the shit?
0: <laughs> uh, sounds like something's messed up with the database I
1: I'm gotta I'm copy this image and send it to you real quick just so you know that I'm that I ain't lying. I also noticed that um there's a little blurb for each issue um on the on the website that doesn't match up with the pre so like the previously on for Gunslinger 8 doesn't match up with the blurb in, on the Gunslinger Spawn number 7 online. So there's so much additional writing to what actually goes into the story that's going on. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's probably hard to keep up with.
1: Man. Thomas Healy has his work cut out for him.
0: Despite what the internet says, at least the internet you're <laughs> listening to.
1: The official ImageComics.com internet.
0: There is a cover B, and it's by Booth. B-b-b-b-b- Brett Booth. Brett Booth. And it's gunslinger, crossed arm, shooting both ways, looking good. Shooting it like some crazy. It's basically like versions of that, the demon we get in the issue. This is a crazy cover because it actually matches with what's going on in the issue. So this is like historic. Because there's a beast with tentacle thing arms, just like we get in the issue. Mm hmm. We get Javi shooting and you get Jessica shooting. Yeah. And and she's wearing Javi's sunglasses if he gets <laughs> the issue.
1: Oh man. I love
0: that little detail that she's wearing those sunglasses that he gets. And it, it matches up the issue. Everyone looks great. I love uh Brett Booth's Jessica hair. Yeah. So chunky. It's like it's, it's underwater working. constantly.
1: Yeah. It's like always always got that motion. That's one of the things we love about Brett Booth.
0: Yep. Did you find the cover? Are you able to look at it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Are
0: you aware of its existence?
1: I, I am aware of its existence.
0: Okay, good to know. Um so let's crack it open. Yes. And of course we got the Todd Father himself writing the issue.
1: Yep, script plot. Art by Mr. Brett Booth.
0: As we yes, he did the art and the B cover.
1: Yeah. And uh if if I'm ever lucky enough. My blank C cover. Oh, how awesome would that Ooh. be? Red Booth came down. To it's the
0: black one or the white?
1: It's the black one. Uh, Adelso Corona. Adelso Corona. Not Corona. Uh, is the anchor. It's real nice. Doing Red Booth. Thanks. Uh, Ivan Nunez on colors. Tom O. Once again. The retor- glorious return of the Tom O. On letters. Already talked about the cover artists. Uh already mentioned Thomas Healy. Thomas Healy has been posting a lot of pictures of the Boilermakers he's been having at just like a dive bar near his office. Uh, and that man drinks hams. Uh, and I'm here for it. I'm hams ha- in a can. I like hams. <laughs> hams, hams, I'm pretty sure hams has the same, like the recipe for hams is the same recipe as the one for PBR. But hams is half the price.
0: Yeah, it tastes, I mean, all those are kind of similar, PBR, Hams, High Life, like, those all kind of,
1: like they're like
0: beer the beer.
1: Yeah, the beerest flavored beer ever. But like like in Chicago, where everything costs a little more, a six pack of Hams Tall Boys is only like four bucks. It's so hard to beat.
0: See, you say that, but actually beer is pretty cheap in Chicago, especially like packaged beer. Like, go back to Oklahoma, I forget, like a 30 rack of PBR is like $30. Because, like, we, we're where the beer is, baby. They got to come through us.
1: Yeah. We're by that beer land. Never turn your nose up in an old style, either. Old style is good
0: shit. Of course not. I love old style of Schlitz. Old. Give it all to me. Labatt Blue. I, I like Canadian. Just like the oh. top Father I'll okay. drink Labatt Blue.
1: I love a Labatt Blue. Uh, the, it's very the, refreshing. The Whole Foods over by my house sells them in, like, the 30-ounce cans. And if I ever have a big day of outside work, I have to buy myself one of them, and then you... Throw it in the freezer so it's super cold. Hmm. Best year. Oh beer. yeah,
0: love that Labatt Blue. It's so good. Thank you. Kevin. There used to be a bar by my house that had it on tap. It was like their house beer. I bet. I bet the Todd. I like to have a Labatt Blue with the Todd Father.
1: Uh, well, Todd, Johnny Todd, the Todd Father's uh famously a teetotaler. Doesn't oh, drink, really? doesn't smoke, don't do drugs. Oh well.
0: I'll have one while he has a nice Diet Coke.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what a, do you, if you remember the beer summit from 2008, that's what, uh, then vice president Joe Biden did.
0: <laughs> had a Diet
1: Coke? Had a, I think he had a Diet Pepsi, actually. Wow. Yeah. And that means our president, he prefers Pepsi over Coke? What the fuck?
0: I had a friend that worked in film production in New York, and some way, somehow, an office he worked at, he was like, had to like kind of entertain Daniel Radcliffe for a little bit while they were waiting for a meeting. Oh, that sounds awesome! And he had just gotten like sober, and like he was evidently obsessed with Diet Coke because it's not as
1: big as it is in England. He hadn't like heard of it before, and he was like blown away by Diet Coke. Daniel Radcliffe's fun guy. Both Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe, after being the main protagonists of gigantic series rather young now just make whatever the fuck they want. And it is very fun. Uh, I like the, I like the swings Daniel Redcliffe has taken with things. Uh, yeah, he's had a fun yeah. career. It's fun. It's like whatever, whatever that movie is where he's forced to fight and they like staple guns to his hands.
0: <laughs> guns akimbo.
1: Guns akimbo. Yeah. It's a good one. It's wild. Um, what, whatever, what's that show shit? Uh, the show on TBS. The Librarians. No. Uh, is he in The Librarians? No, I don't know. Miracle Workers that Steve Buscemi is also in.
0: So, previously in Gunslinger Spawn, after a battle with a mysterious werewolf known as Carnivore, Gunslinger realizes that not only are some of his enemies from the past still alive, but they know he is here in the present.
1: All okay, right, I got a bone to pick with this. They didn't tell us his name was Carnivore last episode issue, did they?
0: Yeah, they did. They
1: did? Oh. Yeah, fuck. he says it. Oh, shit, never mind. Bone it unpicked. Has
0: like, it, it has like a cool stylized name, I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh, man. I You know, I could reach down there and look at it, but I'm too lazy. You need to pick your own damn bone. Bat. Well, don't do that on Mike. <laughs> if you will please excuse me for about eh, 15 minutes. No. <laughs> um. So so we start you off have with... Must been
0: flipping ahead and looking at these Jessica pictures.
1: <laughs> don't you know it. We start off with uh, literally the scene that appears in every... High school age, coming coming-of-age love drama. The two people laying in the grass, staring up at the sky. <laughs> only, only Jessica and Javi aren't lovers. But still, they're doing it.
0: It has that, like, uh... It flirts with it. It, it uh... Not flirts with it, but, like, I don't know, there's some tension there.
1: Yeah, this, I mean... <laughs> but every time it ha- every time like some actual tension builds, Javi just like completely collapses it because he's being a stinker again. <laughs> oh of
0: course. Of course.
1: But, but yeah, so they're they're laying they're laying there, they're trying to figure out does that does that cloud look like Snoopy to you? And Javi's like, what the fuck's a Snoopy? <laughs> but they're doing they're basically doing um a, a debrief of the the battle they just fought in the the bar. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're just like it's like was it good for you? Except they're talking about a fight, and not sex.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Javi's even smoking a cigarette. Yeah, it sure is. And Jessica's pissed because he, she spent months and months following this target, and Javi just blew it within yeah. a night.
1: <laughs> just like immediately blew it. <laughs> I like how she says, "Don't you dare patronize me," and he's like, "I have no idea what that means." <laughs> 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 so, so Javi's got these old fashioned ideas of honor that Jessica isn't really very appreciative of because they they take her autonomy out of it. Uh, But you know,
0: but not her hair's autonomy. It's going crazy.
1: Uh, Oh, man. It's fully autonomous hair, Johnny. Um, And then (laughs) how he's like, but got me some nice glasses as a result. (laughs) I look sweet, don't I? (laughs) He's 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 totally, he totally took that from Taylor. Taylor's totally referred to things as being sweet before.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're like, they're like ski sunglasses.
1: Yeah, they're, they're great. They're great. They're like pseudo wraparound sunglasses. They're like, they're almost like a Cyclops level of sunglasses. Right. Uh, And then we get like a, a nice, some flashback images of the bar fight.
0: Bottle breaking, people getting smashed into mirrors, guy getting
1: punched. (laughs) And then the actual acquisition of the sunglasses. (laughs) He punches the guy and they fly off his face. I like how, as he's putting on the sunglasses, there's just, like, this brawl going on behind him. And, like, there's just so much going on. Like, there's, there's a bowl of peanuts being knocked over. There's a dude wearing a shirt with a dinosaur on it.
0: Picture of beer being spilt. And
1: then Jessica's like, take off these damn glasses. <laughs> he says he
0: likes things simple, and Jessica
1: gets him by saying, that, that fits your personality. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Um, and then Jessica's like, you had no right to kill my target. And Javi, Javi does that thing where it's, it's like, he had it coming. He had it coming. He stabbed himself in the chest 12 times, Johnny.
0: He ran into my knife. He ran into my knife 12 times. So the guy, the big brute we find out in this bar, has a guy kind of pulling the strings behind him where he's like the manservant to this one guy.
1: Yeah. He looks kinda like um the animated series Riddler only just now. He does. His, the, the question mark suit. <laughs> can I just can I just take a moment to say I fucking hate riddle riddles. So that means that the riddler is like my least favorite Batman villain. I fucking hate riddles. They're dumb. They're stupid. Hate them why do you hate riddles because because their their internal logic doesn't make complete logical sense to me and I don't like that I don't like it it requires you to know more than what's there and like the correct answer isn't always an answer that follows from what's presented they leave too much out and the answer is always too nebulous for me I don't like it it's dumb. I got you. It's bad. It's like ba- it's it's like bad poetry. Right. I got you. I got you. Although, although that said, there is a Riddler storyline where the the Riddler makes Batman do a whole bunch of um, little tasks that basically allow the Riddler to call forth a demon from hell. <laughs> and uh, that's a pretty good story. That's a pretty good one.
0: Uh, well, this guy is a demon from hell, basically. Yeah. yeah like, uh, even in, he looks like the Riddler, and he is a demon.
1: Yeah. They, uh, specifically a deviant. They call him later. A deviant.
0: Well, you can see he's got a glowing red eye.
1: But a uh, big, beefy dude who called Jessica a whore. Uh, calls calls little Riddler man Mister Silverton, and Javi's like Silverton. You wouldn't be the same one that lived in Sioux City a while back, would you? Um,
0: like two hundred years ago or so. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wonder. I wonder what Sioux City they're talking about because my grandparents used to live in a town not too far from Sioux City, Iowa. I've I've been to a Sioux City, so I wonder if it's the same Sioux City.
0: He kind of looks like the, the robot. With
1: yeah, that he eye. does. He's got like a. I thought for a second he was a robot. He's got like a. Yeah, he's got like a a T. What is it? A T two hundred? Is that what the Terminator is? T1000. I thought the T1000. Was oh, yeah, the yeah. yeah. Metal, that's the liquid the, metal guy. Yeah,
0: he's the liquid metal guy. T, T2, I don't know what it is.
1: T800? Yeah, that's it. At least that's about be the one in Terminator 2. The, the Terminator, also known as Cyberdyne Systems Model 101 or the T800, is the name of several film characters from the Terminator 4 franchise, portrayed by Arnold Schwarzenegger and numerous actor stand ins. <laughs>
0: numerous stand ins. So Silverton knows stuff about Amy and is basically like, "Oh yeah, she was a fine-looking woman." Yeah. So Harvey obviously pulls a gun on him for saying yeah. that.
1: I love I love the <laughs> I love the uh dialogue bubble of exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And then Javier's reaction and next night's tensions on both sides <laughs> turning the that moment into an epic bar brawl, Johnny. And then Jessica, we we, we're back in the field, and Jessica's like, "He said the name Amy. Who is she?" And Javi's just like, "I don't talk about that." She's like,
0: "Of course you don't." I
1: said, "I don't talk about that." And he gets real angry, and he uh, stands up, slingers out,
0: and swing. I like it's like a crescent moon thing going on there. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's. We keep mentioning it, but it's very anime. Like you can hear it just go ching.
0: Yeah, I know you can hear it go. Oh, yeah, you can definitely hear it.
1: The spikes on his his wrists are much more wicked now than they usually are.
0: Oh, right, he's he's prickly. His uh,
1: hackles are up, as they say. Yeah.
0: And he says, "Where the hell is Spawn?"
1: Look at the posture he's got as he's looking down at her. His back is like ramrod straight. Man, I I try to do my posture well, but I still find myself sitting like a little gremlin at the computer, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. Man, he makes me want to stand up taller.
0: Stand tall, Padawan. So Jessica apologizes for prying about Amy. And Javi's being all sensitive.
1: Now she gets to patronize him, but he doesn't know what that means, so uh patronize, not patronize. Patronize is giving money to. You. Jeez. Patron! We go back to uh the bar and Javi's got the gun pointed at Silverton's head. Um, and he's yelling at Jessica to take everybody with her. He's like, get out of here. Get all
0: those people out of here. I guess she just runs out. Yell if you need me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Cause yeah, he says, uh, I'll be right outside. She says, don't think about changing. That'll blow your cover forever. And she's like, yeah, okay. Good idea. (laughs) Good call. Um, and then once everybody's gone, Javi just shoots Silverton right in the, in the forehead. Um, They both know it doesn't do any good, but, you know, he's just going to shoot him. Why not?
0: You know. It doesn't
1: hurt. And uh, apparently, um, the difference between the Riddler and Two-Face Johnny is a bullet in the forehead, because Silverton's looking awfully 2 Facey right here.
0: He does look like Two-Face. So Javi just starts fighting this big guy because he's protecting Silverton.
1: Yeah. Mr. Two-Face looking guy here. And protect him he does, Johnny. Whoo, he's... He's punching Javi in the stomach. He's lifting him over his head. He's throwing him across the room.
0: He reminds me so much, this uh, heavy guy, reminds me so much of... I mean, heavy isn't like a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a heavy. There's a Super Nintendo game called Final Fight, and it was like a side scrolling 'em up And there's a big... One of the guys' name is Hager, and he's this like, big guy that looks like him, like with a mustache and everything. But the thing that's great is in the plot of the game, he's like the city's mayor. <laughs> and you're like, play as the mayor and go beat the shit out of all these people. And it's like a double dragon, like Ninja Turtles, like you've side-scrolled beat him up. But like you're playing, one of the characters you can play as is the mayor, which is pretty funny. But he looks exactly like this guy.
1: I'm looking him up right now, actually. Final fight mayor. <laughs> yeah, he has this... like a
0: bandolier. Yeah, it's funny. No, no.
1: If this if this guy wasn't wearing a shirt, he would look exactly <laughs> I'd vote for that guy. It's 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 weird because his bandolier is like actually, I think uh it doubles as a single strap suspender. It's like a single strap <laughs> suspender. It's a real anime made-up gear. Oh it's like that game's like a nightmare <laughs> of
0: like what Early 90s Japan thought like urban life, like urban hell was like in America because it's just you fight like spray painting punks and like it's hilarious.
1: Man, that's
0: great. Cleaning up the town, just like he's cleaning the cleaning hobby's clock here. He yeah. picks him up over his head and slams him.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we, we get a Another another iteration of the punching the dude in the face and collecting the some sun, the sunglasses. Oh wow! This
0: is like this is like a memento. It's just folding in on itself.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, he and then he's loading his pistol with necro bullets, uh, bullets that can stop a herd of elephants, Johnny. who and deviants.
0: And then he just turns into like something from The Thing.
1: Yeah, there's, like a massive explosion in the bar, but like the bar doesn't quite look like it's been exploded, yodi odied on the inside. It's crazy. No, not really.
0: It's like a hell. It's maybe it's just like hellfire coming out.
1: Yeah, I do like that. That there's a pair of boots with just like the legs still inside of them, but no body. <laughs> and he just goes, "Oops." <laughs> That just got completely
0: vaporized.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh. as the party parts ooze down the wall, Gunslinger learns that they're not all deviants. <laughs> but some of them are. Yeah,
0: Reckless. he's like he's he's like, all these people here are demons. He just blows them off. It's yeah. like, uh oh. Well Reckless not all of them.
1: Reckless and stupid. It's amazing you've lasted so long. And then here's the here's the thing thing you're talking about the thing. Silverton
0: right? turns into like this like Lovecraftian the thing beast. Yeah. With all these, he has tentacle arms.
1: He, he gets the tentacle legs. I like how he does the the Hulk thing of shredding his pants, but they still stay on my shorts.
0: <laughs> Are those purple? Is that maybe a little reference? Maybe. They maybe. look purple to me.
1: They, I yeah, I like how his little cane has a little winged skull on the top of it. That's super cool. So he just wraps,
0: he just, like, constricts his weird, crazy tentacle arms around Javi. Yeah.
1: Starts uh, thwapping him around. Flapping plop. him around, as it plop. says. Pwap. Yeah, annoying. Pain is just part of the game, Johnny. But the thing about pain is it can literally cut both ways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some I'm, classic
0: I'm, Todd Father dialogue here. I'm
1: I'm a little confused about what that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So so Javi just starts like well, I guess literally cutting, because he's um his hat is tossed away, but he's grabbed two weapons from inside of it. And he's just Hataka Hada Hodo Hodda. Slash it away, this guy. Yeah, slash then keep slashing is the what's written here. And, and, and Silverton's Silverton's basically uh doing the Hydra Hydra cup Cut one down to take its place. Only instead of two, it's a hundred. Yeah, and he's cut. He, he's got his tentacles all cut off. And then Javi knocks him to the ground, and he reverts back to his fully human form. And Javi, Javi, like wrestles him, wrestles him down. Silverton has a very, very shapely leg here, Johnny. It's very. Oh yeah, it
0: looks very nice. It's
1: very shapely leg.
0: He's like he he would stop a cab.
1: Yeah, he sure would. Uh, it makes up for the fact that he ain't got no hands no more, because <laughs> Javi's yeah, already gonna cut him off. He um, cut off
0: his tentacle hands.
1: Yeah, and it cut off his real hands too. Apparently. Well, I think
0: I think probably when you cut off the tentacle hand, when they morph back into your regular arm, oh, like then the like hand that would be gone.
1: Like that dude, in, what was it? Was it three hundred one, three hundred two? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly like that, and then Javi... Javi Javi's got him in like a chokehold and he slowly starts to squeeze him. And he just keeps squeezing. He's he just keeps squeezing, squeezing and
0: squeezing until he just Well, I uh-huh. mean if you squeeze someone's head, you know what's gonna
1: happen. He, he's asking the man questions, but he's like not even giving him even even the smallest possibility to answer, because he's just squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. He
0: squeezes his head, yeah. And he, he's like thrashing and turns back into his demon form.
1: Yeah. And then... Ooh, his
0: eyeballs look like they're about to pop
1: out. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And then his head explode. Or I guess explode.
0: Implodes, like a, gets like a, crushed. Like a pimple. Oh, man. Yeah, and this chunk of brain flying out.
1: Oh, I like there's a little patch of hair. <laughs> just... Oh,
0: man, he just, like, cracks his skull.
1: Oh, man, yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> and then Javi just, like, saunters out of the saloon. I get, We could call it a saloon. It's a Western. Just, like, dusting, dusting Silverton goop off of him. <laughs> Lights a cigarette. Time to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that they have to run from the cops. Jessica's like, "Yeah, I hear the
1: sirens." Yeah, yeah. And here's where we get the the promise Jessica makes that that Javi holds her to later and becomes a stinker about. Um, right. She's gonna she's gonna get him in touch with Spawn, and Spawn's gonna help him. Um, and then we end on uh, our man Al just. Doing his thing on the rooftops of New York City.
0: And he has a little anime crescent moon out of his eye. A little
1: schwing. Yeah. I love, I love like, the the smoke, the fog that's just like, all around him. It's so cool. Now he looks badass. Yeah. And then we get 1113 is what Javi is at, necrometer-wise.
0: And we got spawning ground. We got some letters this time. I always love some letters. Love some um, letters. First up is Joe, who's just, like, been passing the toys and the comics on to his son, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, it seems like he's really enjoying it.
1: It's real cool, it's real cool. Uh, Next, we got a dude named Pascal, aka Toitalica, um, who took some action figure photography pictures of the first gunslinger action figure, Um, and they're real nice, they're real cool. I like how it's got little glowing green eyes. Yeah. They're dope. Thomas Tom one of Thomas's promises now is that uh, gunslinger is going to be around for a long time, so
0: it's Thomas's promises. We'll have to make a segment. <laughs> anytime he makes a anytime he makes a promise, I'll have to play Thomas's promises. Yeah.
1: We can we can both record ourselves singing and have have Brian put it together in some way that we harmonize. <laughs> oh no. Thomas's promises.
0: So here's another one of those Thomas's promises. Yeah. Is the, they asked about Nick return Nick's returning. Yeah. Also, he created Nuclear Spawn. Nuclear Spawn. That would be real
1: cool. This is this is all just like a pitch. <laughs> it's great. Uh-huh. The Thomas is like, eh, she might
0: come back. I like how he just ignores the question. Uh he asks him.
1: Nuke about is there any chance I
0: could make a cameo <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thomas Thomas knows where to, to end his promises <laughs> yeah he's like I can't promise you a cameo buddy not even, not even going to touch that it's a sticky wicket as they say um, but he says yeah. you
0: never know Nyx might come back Yeah,
1: that's gunslinger number 8 Johnny
0: that's gunslinger number 8 So next up, this episode, we have Scorched, number 16. And like I mentioned before, that glorious Mark Spears cover with (laughs) Freak licking a knife. And he's looking all freaky-deaky. That's that's not a knife. It's a rusty knife. And he's got his... His eyes are all sticking out, and he's scary, and it's purple and green and blue and neon. Yeah, he's, and he's
1: got he's got this this flowing electric blue hair.
0: Yeah, it's really cool.
1: Yeah, he did he did a good job on these covers. I really like them.
0: No, they're some of my favorites, definitely of recent memory.
1: Uh, my notes say that there's a there's actually two covers, John. Two,
0: yes, there's a second cover. Uh, it is by okay. Von Randall.
1: Hmm.
0: And it's uh, Jessica on a bike sitting there next to like a a pillar that's been all shot out with like rebar. Rebar. Uh, what's fun? It's funny because it reminds me of something McFarlane related. They had these, they didn't make the original series of Matrix figures, but when the sequels came out, they got the rights to the Matrix figures. And they made these like, it was in the period where their figures were much more statuey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like early 2000s, like. You know, whenever the Matrix sequels came out, it's like 2003. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, like Trinity and Neo like running along the wall in the lobby, but they each came with like this decimated pillar that looked exactly like that. It was just like all beat up and shot and had like rebar sticking out and everything.
1: Nice. Much like the. Is it
0: rebar or rebarb? Rebar. Yeah, there's no B. It's not no a rebarb. B.
1: No, no rebarb. Rebarb is uh, when you once were barb. And then you stopped being Barb. And then you become <laughs> you became... Barb again.
0: Then you're rebarb. That's gonna be me seeing Barbie twice. I'm gonna go rebarb.
1: Oh Jesus, I'm so fucking excited. A new trailer dropped this week and it looks bitchin'. I try not to watch trailers if I'm gonna see something, so I haven't watched it. It looks it looks great. Uh Wanda Wanda is having me try to stake out. A good, a good Saturday to go out to, to see it. She's like, what theater can we go to? I want as fancy as possible, as close to us as possible. <laughs> nice. So we're going to have to go to the draft day. house
0: you can get like Barbie brunch
1: probably. I I, 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 I suggested that, um, but there's no, literally nothing on their menu she could eat. Um, yeah. And it's also like 45 minutes in the car where we could just go to the new city and that's like 20 minutes away. Oh yeah, a lot and easier. It's close enough. That's close enough. Um close enough.
0: Yeah. We have Vaughn Randall. You got Jessica with her big old gun. Yeah. Pretty and cool. Uh,
1: the motorcycle with a like a demon skull on it. That's pretty dope. Yeah, which cover did you end up with, the Mark Spears? I have the Mark Spears, yeah. Nice. You gotta go you gotta go with the good ones. You pop it
0: open, you go past that beautiful cover. Mm. And who do we got? Who do we got
1: we on got script s- plot? We got Sean Lewis, our buddy boy. And his his buddy boy doing additional scripts, Todd McFarlane. Hell yeah.
0: Stephen Segovia doing our art. Love uh, Stephen Segovia. Yes, yes, Must yes, be yes, a busy yes. man between this and Wildcats.
1: Definitely has to be. Although the last issue of Wildcats, Stephen only did the the cover.
0: Yeah, he's coming back for the next one. I saw. Yeah, yeah well, it was nice. interesting.
1: Ulysses Ariola doing colors and role design doing the lettering. Uh, and world design does King spawn too. I wonder if they're associated like I wonder if they're just who Sean Lewis uses. Cover artists, we already covered them. Um uh Thomas Healy, we've already covered him.
0: And we've already covered Todd McFarlane.
1: Yeah. Like multiple times.
0: There's one thing we haven't covered though. Well we did cover it in a previous issue. Yeah. We And we, that's what previously happened in Scorched.
1: Yeah, we kinda we kinda did, but we kinda didn't. We should we should do we should cover it again, Johnny.
0: Previously in Scorch, Necro, Margaret Love, and Mandarin Spawn have solidified their pact and are on the hunt for their fourth member. Hmm. Fourth member. Fourth the member. Four, it's, four it's, members for four horsemen. It
1: sounds it sounds a little bit like they're a, a polycule looking for their look, looking for another member. Um, and they they're just having they're just having such a hard time finding them on Tinder, Johnny. You can't believe. The legwork that they have to put in to find a suitable fourth member.
0: See, the ghastly visage of
1: Erzin. Yes, he is quite ghastly. I do like the first, the first word he has for them is just late.
0: Yeah, this is me getting my Uber Eats. I'm kidding. I'm very nice
1: to my delivery drivers. I would never do that. It's very much like the pirate in Hook who uh, thinks Peter Pan is taking too long. To, to walk the plank
0: too long. He waited too long. He's been waiting since like issue 100.
1: Yeah give the guy a break. How many years ago was that issue 100? Oh
0: God, it was like 99 ish oh, man, You went a long ass time
1: he he's he's been stuck in there since the old millennium Johnny
0: He's pissed
1: man. I bet he doesn't even know about 9-11 shit.
0: He doesn't know about 9-11. He didn't know the Red Sox won the World Series. Or the Cubs.
1: Or the Cubs? Yeah. Man, he's got a lot to got a lot to catch up on. He doesn't even know about uh Robert Downey Jr. not just being a cokehead anymore. He's he last
0: movie he saw before he went into hiding was probably Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. He doesn't even know how two and three turned out.
1: Man, he's got a he's got a surprise waiting for him as far as Order Sixty Six is concerned.
0: Oh man, he better watch out. And uh-huh. that, that, who the identity of that Darth Sidious fellow.
1: Oh man, oh man. A good soldier follows. Margaret loves, like, what are we late for? We're not late. She, she does a little Gandalf here. <laughs> we are never late, nor are we early. We arrive precisely when we fucking get here, dude.
0: <laughs> and they're all just, like, you know, puffing oh. up their chests and, like, oh, you yeah. know, we're. Margaret loves trying to play, like, diplomatic, and Necro, of
1: course, is just being a hothead. Yeah, and then Mandarin's just like, fuck this. I want to show him that I've got power behind me. And so he just, like, has all of his little minions attack Urizen, and... Yeah.
0: We get this awesome two-page spread of him just, like, ripping him in half, Oh like, literally. Man.
1: Yeah, it's so, so gruesome. It doesn't do what Mandarin Spawn wants it to. It doesn't really raise... Erison's admiration of him at all. It just is just like why are you fucking? Why are you wasting these guys?
0: Yeah, you can waste more time. I love that like bloody waste, like yeah, like slashy waste.
1: Yeah, in the lettering, so, so good. He gets the he gets the red speech bubble. Urizen does, and then where he's talking about how you like you didn't escape the dead zone. Somebody let you out.
0: And him and Mandarin mm-hmm. go at it. Yeah. He's dissing him, dissing his ancestors. Yeah, it's pretty low, dude. He's, he's,
1: he's like, "Shame on you! Shame on your cow!" <laughs> he's telling, he's telling them that they they aren't fighting for what they think they're fighting for because there's there's already some power that has the place they want, and they're just fighting for breadcrumbs, basically. Scraps is what he says, but breadcrumbs is close enough.
0: Necro doesn't like that. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to
1: laser blast you with my chest. Yeah, he gives him He gives him some of the old Iron Man, Iron Man beam. He's like, you haven't seen this movie yet, so you don't know to protect yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in a cave the whole time. He's like, Iron Man's the most
1: popular superhero? What?
0: <laughs>
1: I thought he was just a drunk. He was like B-tier. So, and like Margaret loves trying to, you know, make a coherent argument, and yoursins just like but you're missing stuff you're still missing stuff like this is bigger than you think it is the entire cosmos forget he- forget earth heaven and hell won't stand a chance johnny simmons is simmons is going to be he's the spark that's going to blow everything up and it's all because of gaia and then i like how there's uh just like looming in the background is a uh, a demon a demon skeleton wearing sins armor
0: yeah, what's up with this? I don't know. It's pretty cool.
1: I don't know if it's. I don't know if this is actual Sin's armor brought back from Omega well, Island. He, after I don't he, think so.
0: Here, here's my theory: is what it is, is that because they say this has happened twice before, that Sin like plays into something with the destruction of the end of the world. And, and every time like the previous Spin Sin,
1: and every time it happens, they create this little necroplasm conducting suit. Is what you're saying? Maybe. I think so. That sounds that sounds plausible to me.
0: Because I don't think he he didn't lose the suit.
1: No. Oh but yeah, cuz he's still wearing it. Yeah, he's still cool.
0: wearing it. The dead zones are black holes, which we knew if you read mainline spawn.
1: Yeah. Also, um so 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 obviously he uh he definitely watched Cosmos with um Whoever that fuck it was back in the seventies before he Carl was Carl Sagan, playing. baby. Carl Sagan, because he says everything is made of stardust. Everything is made yeah. of stars, of ash, of space. So he's uh, he's, he's like I
0: just watched. It just came out a few years ago, right? Cosmos. <laughs> and they're like, no, or is it that was like forty years ago
1: now? <laughs> he's like, whatever, man. Whatever. Star stuff. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Carl Sagan's dead? <laughs> oh man.
1: And then we get we cut from there back to the the great breaking of the team. Um so so Reaper's there. Talking. Sent off
0: gun gunslinger.
1: Yeah, he's he's basically Telling the rest of the Scorched team what Yorizen just told Margaret Love and uh, Necro and Mandarin. The guy is coming to wipe him out. Reaper has a little bit of extra information. Um, it's because uh, her children are dumb little shits who can't keep from fighting each other. and Fighting uh, over the
0: toys in the toy box. Yeah.
1: And so we learned that Gaia is the mom of mother of both God and the devil. Yeah. Um, They've gone by hundreds of different names, but they're still children, and they're squabbling over toys. How dare they? This is,
0: i don't know what made me think of this. I think it's fighting over toys in the toy box. But there's this is great clip of Dan Aykroyd going on Larry King, talking about how aliens will never visit us because of nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he's like, listen, Larry. There's intelligent life out there, but I'm telling you, we broke our toys in the sandbox. They will never come and visit us. <laughs> And it's like Dan Aykroyd, there's been a lot worse things in nine eleven that have happened in the world.
1: Yeah. But I mean I I could I get his point. I mean, if I were any sort of like Star Trek level uh in the galaxy looking for people to, you know, expand our knowledge base with, they would take one look at us and be like, ah, fuck no. Uh prime directive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's like keep keep going do not interfere they
1: they would they would be like we'll we'll drop a watu on the on the the dark side of the moon and he will do nothing but watch
0: so the children of god and the devil are children of gaia yeah so she's gonna teach them a lesson by wiping out everything
1: yeah everything on this blue ball they're supposed to share they don't want to share the ball and then and then medieval's like i learned about these things called god particles so uh we got some some Higgs boson going on down in the the catacombs under. The-
0: yeah, in the Middle Ages, I guess he was learning about that stuff.
1: And apparently, they're they're more powerful than anything, and that power draws people. So I think maybe that might be. I think you know maybe maybe sin might be attracted to these these particles because uh you know we know he's a power hungry madman and Jessica recognizes that these are basically uh ethereal Pokemon. And she's, she's knowing that somebody's got to collect them all.
0: Pokemon. And where do they start? They're going to start where it all began. Kind of.
1: Yeah. Where, where at least, or at least the current amounts of shit started. Where the, the, the most recent Big Bang.
0: Omega Island. And Jessica has this, like, transport device that she's seen other people use. She's like, hopefully this works.
1: Yeah, well, uh, Medieval is giving it to her, so it's the thing that Medieval used to create the portal to heaven. And she's like, what? <laughs> I don't know why he gives it to her, because she's never used it before. I don't know why he just doesn't use it himself. <laughs> no, it says she unveils a device she took from Spawn's hideout. Well, no, but, like, if you if you look... Like, on this page, Medieval has it in his hand, and then he literally hands it over to her.
0: Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. This is the thing he used to get into heaven. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, David. I'll never question you. Well, no, but I mean, it does say that she took it from Spawn's hideout, but... It's confusing! It's so confusing, but... But literally, he had it in his hand. Why didn't he just do it? (laughs) Ah, Ah, whatever. Whatever, so... So so this is Jessica's this is Jessica's first time opening a uh a, a necroportal to another place. And she's like, Oh man, hold on to your butts. She's got a if Javi were there, he would have the Samuel L. Jackson long ash cigarette just bouncing around in his mouth, right? And they get to Omega Island. Uh-uh. You didn't say the magic word. Uh-uh-uh. Man, Omega Island's looking much better than it did the last time we were here. Oh yeah, it looks nice. It's all it's all verdant and
0: the other side of the island's where all the dead vampires and uh <laughs> uh omens are. Yeah.
1: It's just like covered covered in corpses. The, corpses. the corpses, the corpses. Um Speaking of corpses, they
0: hear this like crazy scream.
1: Yeah, yeah when yeah. they're in the jungle. <laughs> It's that's that's something you don't want to hear when you're in some lush jungle vegetation, Johnny. Isn't I No, a giant scream? Definitely not. No, 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 no. And so they Jessica sends Redeemer up in the air to see what's going on. and uh, he just he gets a head thrown at him. He gets head to the head. <laughs> <laughs> Splat. Oh, he's getting splattered with a head. Just, it was just like, is that a head? <laughs> like he's taken aback by it. He doesn't know what's going on. And then, and then, well, so who? What's what's this head from, Johnny? Where does it come from? It comes from one of those stupid uh,
0: guards.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those
0: guards from a, one of the Mega Island soldiers, like the contractor guys who just wanted to get off of work.
1: Yeah, uh, but but though, in this case, it isn't an enemy that sickened itself with bloodlust, Johnny. It's one of their own, the one called Monolith. Bum, 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 ah, he's huge. Ah. And then we have the opening reading. Um, and he's just, he's just having a grand old time. He's like, look at all these people that I get to just, he, he is playing in the sandbox with his action figures there, Johnny. His action figures is just uh, a bit gooier than the plastic ones we're used to.
0: It'd be fun to have action figures exploded into goop.
1: Oh man. Well I mean I think they called that a stretch armstrong and you only got to do it once. <laughs> yeah yeah, you did it once
0: and then that was it.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man.
1: But yeah, we're finally getting monolith in the pages here. He's been he's been teased on covers for so long. And we got him. Here. Look at him. He's so big. And then we got some spawning grounds this time is filled with nothing but fan art.
0: Funnily enough, one of the art one of the arts in here, I actually recognized from seeing it from a buddy on Instagram, Raul Cespedes. So that's awesome. And
1: for, for those who don't remember, if uh, you're going to follow Johnny's tip here, his, his Instagram is uh, at Raul K. Cespedes 58. Um, so it's awesome seeing our buddy's artwork published in Spawn. Woo. Hell yeah. Good job, Raul. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's real good. It's real good. Some real good fan art this time, though. Yeah, I like awesome. those pencils. There's a there's an the... all all natural owl up there. Look there at it. There's an
0: all natural owl. He's holding the violator. violator. He's hold, holding the violator's head.
1: I like that. Uh, that, that very classic, classic knight's helmet on, uh, medieval on the lower left.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I like the like pop art Jessica there.
1: Yeah. The one that doesn't have, like, any borders between the colors. It's just, like, color blocks. Yeah. yeah, that's real fun.
0: We got our buddy Sam and Twitch on the ads for the spawn toys. There they yes. are.
1: Yes, indeed. Oh, I guess we should say, just in case anybody doesn't know, Raul's is the middle row all oh, the way to the yes. right. The, the scorched light cover. And it's Hoop real shot. good. It's real good. He's oh, got... Yeah. He, he has sufficient amounts of height on Javi's hat. It's real nice.
0: Oh yes, it's very tall. Yes, it looks like an album cover. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're about to drop the hardest thing since uh, Enter the Thirty Six Chambers.
0: Better watch out. Sweet, that's Scorch
1: Sixteen. Yes, it is. Um, Johnny, I think we gotta rate mm-hmm. these puppies. It's time to rate the puppies. Rate all the puppies.
0: So first up today, we had. Gunslinger number eight. It was uh, the Roadhouse brawl issue where Javi beat up some Silverton's that turned into some Lovecraftian
1: demons. This, this book is a, a, mash, a mash together of some genres and this is a very, a very good example of that mashup between the classic western stuff and just fucking fucked up horror shit. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's a good meeting of good meeting of it. So, what are you gonna give this issue, David? What you
1: you want me to? All right, I'm gonna give it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it four and a half foot filled boots. Um, <laughs> it's just great. It's just great. It's so good. It's oh, it's got every. It's got everything I want in it. It's got. It's got some. I'm gonna upgrade that to five because it's got everything I want in it, Johnny. It's got Javi fucking shit up. It's got the crazy frenetic artwork that we like. It's got, you know, a little, it's got, it's got, you know, some, some quietness and some craziness, uh, with the back and forth with him and Jessica, um, they're, they're connecting real well. It's just beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Five disembodied foot filled boots. I'm going to give it four sunglasses. (laughs)
0: four stolen pair of sunglasses punched off a man's face i thought it was really fun it's you know the only thing is it's like pretty slight and self-contained i guess i don't know what like i don't know four just feels right for me uh but i really enjoy it i like jessica i like seeing brett booth's jessica always great it was fun i love the the thing demon with like the tentacles that was a fun little bit
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: javi got to slice them up yeah so so yeah it was great.
1: I think I think one of the reasons I do like it so much and gave it a slightly higher thing than you is because it's kind of self-contained. Whereas, where um, oh, like, there you go. This would be a good issue to throw at somebody to be like, "Do you like crazy fun shit? Read this. If you like, if you like this, I've got more where it's come from." Um Yeah. So no, that's
0: true. It kind of throws you in the middle there, but it's yeah, fun. It's,
1: it's a nice, it's a pretty pretty decent entry point. I mean, some of it doesn't. A good portion of it wouldn't make sense, but it's enough of its own little story that you can at least tease out and just enjoy the hell out of it. Well, nice, nice. So that's Gunslinger 8. So Scorch number 16, Johnny, what are you going to give Scorch number 16?
0: Scorch number 16, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it... three and a half freak licking the knife on the cover. Oh, nice. Nice. Um nothing to do with the cover my score it's just kind of a it's just a lesser scorched I don't know like it's it's good, but it's just kind of setting the stage for this next uh phase
1: mm-hmm.
0: um a lot of talking a lot of figuring things out and some of the stuff we already kind of knew so that's why I give it what did I say three and a half you said three and a half all right three and a half three and a half looking knives
1: nice um ding 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 Johnny. I am also gonna give it three and a half. But I'm gonna give it uh three and a half confusing uh necro portals. Uh cause... why would why wouldn't he just do it? Yeah, why wouldn't he just do it? it why... <laughs> um it's a good issue. It's all the, all the stuff we like, uh, but it is one of the setting up issues, so you know. Three and a half, solid score. It's good stuff. Solid score. I'll take that score. I'll take that score. Speaking of scores, Johnny. Yes? I do believe uh, that when you play games, you determine who wins by a score.
0: Sometimes, if they're good games. And you know what's no a good game? I don't like a no... Yeah, yes, what?
1: Baseball's a good game, Johnny.
0: Baseball is a good game. I think I get what you're throwing out there, David. I think it might be time for a little Sponacy Baseball.
1: We've been dancing around this one for a while, Johnny. It's we time have. for us to finally draft the Hell Team. Woo! Woo! Um, I, I have a, I have a proposal for you. We didn't discuss yes. this beforehand because uh, I want to get your, your live, live reaction to it. Um, what would you say that instead of drafting like we normally do, where we flip a coin and then each of us choose our things? Why don't we discuss and choose the positions together for this team? Um, Just because there's so many people, I don't think we should leave it to chance that we accidentally forget one of our favorite characters. Okay, let's do it. Nice, nice. You got your list already, Johnny? Got my list. All right, so our first position that we're going to do is, as always, pitcher. I was wondering what you were thinking about pitcher.
0: I mean, I, 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 mean, I hate to use the man right off the bat, but I mean, I think you got to have Spawn.
1: Got to have Spawn for pitcher. Hmm. No. That's good. To, yeah, because it's very tactically minded. It would be a good one. Um,
0: tactically minded. He's the, uh, the
1: only. The only he's, issue he's is he's a figurehead. The only issue is since we have uh, the designated hitter rules in effect, he wouldn't be able to bat. Uh, it seems like it would be oh. leaving a, leaving a lot on the table, not letting him have an at bat.
0: That's true. That's true. Well, who are you thinking for pitcher?
1: I was thinking. Well, I mean, Monolith just showed us that he has an impeccable. <laughs> that's impeccable. actually yeah. Uh, but no, I was uh, I was thinking um, somewhat a little crafty, um, you know, and. Uh, A little craftier. Somebody uh, who also sort of fits the classic pitcher image. Um, Todd McFarlane himself is a tall, lanky man who was a pitcher. Um,
0: I think I know where you're going. I think I like it.
1: Not Randy Newman. Not Randy Travis. um, That one dude who hit the bird. Um, He's a tall, lanky man. Um, I was thinking um, somebody somebody who's good at um, misleading... uh, Yes, get you where you want. I was thinking our old pal Vinny would be a good pitcher.
0: The Vindicator. The
1: Vindicator.
0: Oh yeah, that would be a good one. See, I thought you were saying you were going with
1: Javi. Oh no, man, no. I was, I was thinking, of, I was thinking of somebody a little trickier because I mean, he, I like that. He he put Billy Kincaid firmly where he wanted him to go in that issue oh, yeah. eight. Um. He led him right along. I like that. I think Vindicator's like, a good choice. I think we should do that for Pitcher. This one's going to be a hard one to do because there's a lot of that are good for it, Johnny. For our Catcher. Yes, there are a lot. A lot of big boys. A lot of big boys. Um, I, had a, I had a couple, a couple of thoughts. Uh, Monolith, Behemoth, uh, Spawn-suited Billy Kincaid.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I guess Malbogia himself. <laughs> Nothing getting past that guy. <laughs> He's huge. <laughs> uh what are you what are you thinking? What are you thinking? I was also thinking Urzen. Urzin? Okay, yeah, that would be a good one. I we totally just I have a small list of characters because I just ran out of I was like, oh shit, like they're all hell people. Uh Urzin would be a good one. It's also very, very prevalent in the in the storylines now.
0: Yeah. I mean I think Hmm. I would say, I would say Urizen or Monolith. I would lean toward Urizen too, because like we're gonna have a lot of spawns on the team. Yeah, let's Urizen sounds good for. And Monolith has got that 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 throwing arm with the heads, so
1: we might want to save that. Yeah, we want to save it for a, a more technical something in position. the outfield. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for first base, who are we gonna do on first base?
0: Oh man! first base! so what kind of qualities do you look for in a first baseman?
1: Well, I mean, so they don't have to be they don't have to be the fastest person, um, but they do just have to be solid and very very focused um they gotta they they can't have any sort of faffing about going on, so they gotta be very focused um I personally had put Al at first base. Um, he's very focused. I actually, like that. Focused. That's a good. That's who uh, I
0: when I we did do pitcher. I wrote real quick next
1: to first base. Al. Yeah. So you want to do this? Let's, let's do Albert Simmons. Albert um, Simmons for first base. I like that. Also, uh, first the first baseman oftentimes tends to be the captain because. Um, or the long-time the, oh, long really? time, okay. the long time White Sox first baseman. Um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Paul Canerco. Paul Canerco was was long-time first baseman for the White Sox and was, like, every year that he was there, he was the captain of the team. So, like, everybody looked up to him. He was the sort of elder statesman of the group. So, yeah, I think Al's first base is good.
0: That sounds great. Um, well, second... I've got a pretty good tip for or pick for second base, I think. Okay. So, you know, you get a lot of ground balls, pop flies. You got to be versatile. Mm -hmm. You want to get a lot of double plays with both the um, pitcher and the first baseman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's a good thing in second base. Um, And I think someone that is good about bringing the team together and getting the ball coordinated where it needs to be.
1: Uh
0: I think that would be Jessica Priest.
1: Oh, hell yeah. That's a good one.
0: And who would, who would, uh who would, who are you thinking for second base?
1: I mean that that fits perfectly. Um I had originally guessed uh I I mine mine's not quite as good as yours. Uh I was like maybe Mel Bolgia, but mm-hmm. I like Jessica Priest at second base much more than
0: that. Yeah, I think it was playing off spawn and playing off a uh, she can put up with vindicator shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jessica's much more of a, a leader than Bolge is. Bolge is as we discussed Mal, before. Mal just, is the manager of just, the team. Just a a shitty middle manager. <laughs> okay, so for third base third base. My uh, my original draft for third base was um following along the lines of they don't have to be the the best individual on the team. Like it's a hard position to be really great at because there's usually not a lot of action. So sure they can kind of be the ones who goof around a little bit more, hence why I put Bobby there. Uh my original my original choice for third base was going to be clown. Uh, Me too. Really oh hell <laughs> nice. So uh do we want um which one do we want? Do we want um Tiny Clown or Brick Shithouse Clown? Tiny Clown Tiny. Okay. Awesome. Come on, tiny clown. <laughs> He's totally just gonna spend the whole time talking to his, ki- talking to the kitty.
0: <laughs> who'd be, you know, he'll be yakking at the people in the audience. Be like, hey, throw me a hot dog. He'd be like, he throw me a hot dog? Extra mustard. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell
1: yeah. Oh, Ooh, that was an easy one. Um, so shortstop. Shortstop. Um I had originally had Jessica at shortstop. Um, but second base fits okay. very well. Um There's a couple ways we could go with this. Um, you know, maybe Sin might be a good shortstop. Um Who? rave Sen? Sin? Sin? Oh, the old Coleostro. Um uh, Raven might be a good shortstop. Um There's a balance with uh, another team where Medieval could be the shortstop for this team, but that might be a little... Yeah. Um, yeah. Jericho might be a pretty decent shortstop. Um, I think Jericho is actually a good choice because he, like, I
0: don't know, shortstop's kind of the captain of the infield, I guess.
1: Yeah. he Jericho gets shit done, and the shortstop does tend yeah. to get shit done, so... Let's do Jericho for Jericho shortstop. Is. Nice. Oh, man. He's so freaky. He ain't got no lips. <laughs> All right. So, so good on that cover. Oh, man. Mark Rosen, not Mark, Mark Spears. Just too, too many marks, Johnny. <laughs> I'm getting my marks confused. Left field. Who we got for left field? So, uh, so left field, wide, you kind of big... back
0: up the third baseman.
1: Yeah. That King Griffin catch fly position. balls, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking, Brimstone would be a good left fielder.
0: I had Necro, but Necro? Brimstone okay. was in there too. Yeah, but, they're they're uh, kind of
1: they're kind of. Um, I could see Necro being Good. Uh, Necro would be good.
0: I like, but I like, but yeah, yeah, Brimstone's good too.
1: Uh, I could, I could see Necro being a better, a better. Team player than than Brimstone. Brimstone, well, yeah, little... I see
0: that because he's he's seen with the team. He's like teaming up with these four horsemen. So I thought yeah. maybe he'd be a little better. Yeah, so yeah. I think Br- maybe
1: he'd be a better team player. If, if you will allow me, Johnny, Brimstone's a little hot headed. <laughs> a Little hot headed. He's coming. <laughs> Get it because his head's on fire. Um, his Necro's, head's on fire. Necro is a great, great one. Uh, Centerfield. Um, I f- I feel like we have a a theme of uh people being able people with uh sort of winged accoutrement being center fielders so i think raven would be a beautiful center center fielder because you know he would just be like oh that bars that ball's too far for me ravens get it <laughs> yeah no that's true yeah that would be a good one <laughs> We I was the, thinking
0: Javi because he has the speed. Cause he's like lanky, but I think I think uh, Raven spawn would be a better one.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven can be a center fielder. That brings us up to right field, man. I think Javi would be a great right fielder. We yeah, got, we gotta get it. We gotta get him on that team, no matter what. So no, that's what I was. That's and, what I was gunning for. Yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah, we, we don't want him to be designated hitter. So yeah, I think that's yeah. Javi. That's Javi's spot, right yeah. fielder.
1: I had I had Javi as the right fielder in my original thing anyway. So this, yeah, um, okay, nice. Now now we got we got lots of beefy boys to choose from for this designated hero spot, Johnny. Yeah, we got we got monolith, we got behemoth, we got Malbolgia. we, we got, got medieval, Sin, we got medieval, we got um, Brock
0: the Shock Fennel,
1: got Brock the Shock Fennel, we got uh, Billy Kincaid,
0: <laughs> we got an ice shrimp.
1: Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, we got and those. ice shrimp. We got those um, big ass angel looking fellows that uh, that are real into into what's in fashion. Um, the big like a uh, Metropolis looking ones. Remember from issue eight?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like the big the big uh, a- evil like that. They just want robot things. Yeah. They just
1: want what's fashionable that year. And it was Souls,
0: it happened to be. I would I would say I would narrow it down to probably... See, I'm thinking Monolith, because then you get all those spawns working together, I think would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know Monolith can hit the kid, and he's got that distance with throwing yeah. those heads. So he, yeah. if he had a bat on him, imagine what he could do. Oh, man. It's only... Sin, see, Sin seems more like a manager. I don't know. I, I don't see him being really a
1: team player. Yeah. He's, Same with Billy Kincaid. Yeah, Billy Kincaid's kind of a sleazeball, so
0: he'd be working. He'd be working the ice cream stand. He's yeah. working. He's unfortunately <laughs> working the craft foods or the
1: the, the foods. Yeah, um, we know. We know. Behemoth has a lot of muscle behind him too, and you know, monolith. I could do monolith. I think monolith would be good. I mean, I think it Behemoth would be might
0: like, be. I think Behemoth yeah. might be good to mix up the. I don't know. One of those two, probably.
1: I mean, I I feel I feel weird walking away from. Symbiote havers and not letting them be on the team because that's kind of the whole
0: hell thing. Hell yeah, thing. I think we should
1: do Monolith. Okay, Monolith.
0: I think it makes it, uh, you know, more uniform.
1: And we all we... you gotta do
0: is throw yours in Vindicator, and Clown, and Jericho into like a spawn uniform. You basically got uniforms.
1: Yeah, yeah. They can they can wear the spawns outfits from uh from that that. Little league team.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. The Swans. Nice.
1: Um, okay, so so our team again is we've got old Vinny Vindicator uh, as the pitcher. We got Urizen as the catcher. Albert Simmons at first base. Jessica Priest at second base. <laughs> Tiny Fat Clown at third base. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> He's just gonna have that turkey leg in his hand the whole time.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he'll be using it to like hit the he'll be like ah get away from me like hit the ball. He'll,
1: he'll like he'll like have to tuck it underneath his into his armpit when he grabs the ball out of the glove to throw it, <laughs> or he just like holds it in his teeth. <laughs> um, uh, Jericho at shortstop, uh, Necro in left field, Raven in center fields, Javi, Mister Gunslinger himself. Uh, right fields and monolith as the designated hitter
0: that's a pretty damn good
1: team that looks like a real good team it's a hella good team you might say uh i i i would i would say that yes hella good team hella good so that that's our four spawnacy baseball teams yeah um so the the first the first matchup we will kind of uh do a little goof ups and have a. Uh, a nice little recap. Uh what do you think about our first our first matchup being between Earth and Green Worlds, Johnny? Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. All right, and that will be the next The the,
0: one. the Earth the the uh the Mother Gaia classic they call it or the uh <laughs> terrestrial classic.
1: Yeah, we we could call it the Gaia classic.
0: The Gaia classic. Nice. Cool. Yeah, that's what we'll do next time we don't have toys to open or letters to answer. <laughs>
1: yeah, sounds good to me. Nice.
0: And we got, we got all the way till October to have this baseball theme, so...
1: Yeah. It is baseball season. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, you know what else what is else stuff, is Johnny? Oh, I was about to say the same thing. What else <laughs> is good stuff, David? Good stuff is... Uh, the treasure is the friends we made along the way, Johnny. And let me tell you... True that. We got a lot of friends in Spawn. Like, a lot of friends in Spawn. Like, holy shit. Spawn is just full of friends. It's like We are ri- we are rich. Like we are a where, gluttony of riches. Where we're Ohana means family. Spawn means friends, Johnny. Um and we like to shout out a friend every week. Um and it just so happens that the friend we have for this week got shouted out in the spawning grounds of Gunslinger number eight. And hey, you know. Let's give them some some double action there, um, and that's going to be Toytalica. They uh, do a lot of um, action figure photography sets; they're real good. Um, if you scroll just a little bit down, you'll see that they did they did a series of Biker Mice from Mars action figure photographs. And oh, nice! I fucking loved Biker Mice from Mars when I was little. What? What? Whatever kind of cocaine strain was floating around Hollywood in the early 90s just like made the entertainment that little tiny David Williams loved so much. <laughs> That's so hilarious. Cool.
0: Yeah, they're actually releasing some new Biker Meister Mars action figures coming out soon.
1: Oh, nice. This is the part of 90s nostalgia that I'm here for. I'm going to have to get some of it. It's
0: finally arrived.
1: <laughs> um, and that again is toy- no, They got a lot of
0: great pictures, yeah. yeah
1: that again is at Toytalica over on Instagram, give him a follow, give him some love, let them know that hey, we appreciate you, and spawn all the way.
0: They got a spawn Batman. They got a Papa figure.
1: Oh man, yeah. They got they got a lot of good stuff. It's it's like they they stole thoughts from our brains while both of us were sleeping, Johnny, and made action figure photography based just on what we wanted. Yeah, it's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh also while you're over there, um he he he's he's uh, he's family now, Mr. Brian. He makes our music. T dot Brian Give him some love too.
0: And give us some love at regarding spawn pod, our Instagram handle.
1: We got we got some some toy photography. We're nowhere near as adept uh, as, as some of these guys, man.
0: Ours is a little more the, funny, a little the, more goofy. <laughs>
1: they make they make our photography skills look terrible um which uh if you ask Wanda doesn't take very much for me but still <laughs> yeah me too uh we're trying we're getting better trying, we're trying we we love we love sharing, sharing the gospel of spawn we're uh if 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 you happen to see us come by your house in uh um some business casual clothes with little name tags asking you to hear the word of spawn um you know, we'll mow your lawn if you read some spawn. Yeah, let us in. Yeah, we gotta do we gotta do some mission work.
0: If you got a mission work and you've got a mission too, viewer, you've got a mission to do, which is send us emails yes. at regarding spawn at gmail.com.
1: It is required. We want to
0: hear your complaints, your comments, concerns, questions,
1: uh compliments, everything. Um share your share your pictures of your uh your collection with this, if you either don't have an Instagram or you know, don't really feel comfortable sharing it with white audiences. Um, if you don't have an Instagram and you want to share pictures of stuff, email them to us, we'll put them out there. We'll say, Hey, this, this, uh, this fan of Spawn here has all this cool shit. Look at it. Um, and if you don't want us to share it, we could just say, Hey, dude, you've got some cool shit.
0: Yeah, and every week I like to ask a question to get the juices flowing. Uh, maybe you know. Something that you want to respond to on our email. And this week, I wanted to ask, what's your favorite deep cut that Sean Lewis has brought back into the Scorched or King spawn? Because mm. he's brought in Necro, Margaret Love, Urzin, all this stuff. And I'm just curious, uh, which one is your favorite like deep cut? Mandarin, like all these guys from like the early issues uh that we're discovering. So mm-hmm. if there's one of them you really like. Or one we haven't mentioned, let us know yeah. about these cool deep cuts that uh Sean Lewis and uh, Roy McConville have been mining.
1: Yeah. Don't don't forget about the the nice deep cuts in Kingspawn too, because he's, he's Oh yeah. Just...
0: The whole quarter produces deep cuts. Yeah. All They're of deep, dish deep dish pizza.
1: pizza. <laughs> mm, deep dish pizza. We always end up talking Ooh. about food. We should uh be careful of that. We gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. That. I could eat a whole deep dish right now.
0: So what are we going to read for next week,
1: David? Oh, reading for next week. Oh, man, I totally forgot that we have to read stuff. Not nah. um, So for our next episode, we're going to be reading, surprise, surprise, two entries from Spawn's universe. Yeah. Huge uh, if true. Huge if true. <laughs> well, Johnny, guess what? It's huge because it's true. Um, we're going to be having our classic is Spawn 304. Um, some, that main title, Goodness. Getting caught up from the the Albert Bang, the Big Albert Bang, to where we are now, um, it's fill, filling in all those gaps. It's real good. Um, and then our contemporary issue is going to be King Spawn number twenty one. Which, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, not a deep cut, but favorite. My answer to your question of favorite things that uh, Sean Lewis has brought back, Johnny, is our boy and Twitch. Um and oh, we're going to yeah. we're going to get to talk about those next week. So that Absolutely. next episode is going to be Spawn 304 and King Spawn 21. Um ooh with that mm-hmm. great Wanda cover. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, it's the beginning of a new series of guest artist issue covers or covers issues whatever. Um So yeah, uh that'll be good. Come back and join us then. Um in the meantime, if you just, you know, tell a friend about us, uh like us, rate us, review us wherever you like rate and review podcasts. Um Subscribe. Subscribe. Yes, yes, yes. It's very good. I have uh, I've mentioned before my coworkers who are all all excited about it. They they're like, subscribe me to your podcast, and then uh, they they actually are going out and evangelizing for the podcasts too. They like it so much. That's exciting. It's exciting. That's when, good when people you work with love the thing you do. Uh, even though they have absolutely no idea what's going on it's great it's i love my coworkers i love doing spawn it's great you should enjoy it too if you enjoy us let other people know we just want people to have a good time that's all we want that's all we want um and johnny i think that just leaves me to say may the scorch be with you and also with you david hell yeah Hell yeah!
0: Nice. Did you say that? Did you pat your may the Scorch be with you button? Do you have that or your pin with you?
1: I have my pin at work. It is. It is. Oh, nice! Uh, Proudly it is, displayed. It is smashed into my the little corkboard part of my cubicle, and I I can see it from like if I just look slightly up from my monitor, it's right there, and it makes me happy every time I look at it.
0: Some... Well, I'm super jealous, because we haven't been able to meet up and give me mine yet, yeah. so I'm going to... It is Memorial Day, I know you're off work, so I'm going to have to ask you to uh, run that over here real quick, like I'm literally gonna, run yeah, it, okay. if that's cool.
1: Johnny, I'm already sweaty, so um, you'll have to forgive me when I hand it over, because uh, they'll be quite wet.
0: <sighs> hey, they're metal pins, so I think it'll survive. I'll yeah. see you in what, like, you can probably make it over here in what, 45 minutes?
1: Yeah, something like that, something like that. All
0: right, get moving,
1: buddy. Here we go.
0: I'm never going to get this pin.